0: Okay, gentlemen, are we ready? We are ready. Engage. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I am your host, Neil Koitner, and I'm joined this week by... Who sure And... And in case you uh, have been living under a rock for the last 20 years, or however long... Is it 20 years? 11. 11 years. It feels like long. 11 <laughs> years.
1: Yeah, in case you haven't... 20 been, movies, 22
0: yeah, movies. 20 movies, that's, what I, that's where I'm getting 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In case you've been living under a rock for the last 11 years and 20 movies, the MCU is kind of a big thing, and it has had its biggest thing of things that are big recently in the form of Avengers Endgame... And we are going to talk about it.
1: I would also like to take a moment to point out our very first episode was about the MCU. It was, was it not? Yeah, a lot of TV stuff in there too, but yeah, still, still counts. Goes yeah. as, as a
0: deep cut for us. Yeah. Which obviously means this, is, means this is the last episode of Geek Anthology ever. No, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't no think worries. we're gonna do it's
1: that. The last episode of this phase, you guys. Yes, yeah, phase, phase. phase three, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have buzzwords. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so we're gonna talk about Infinity War now. Before you turn off the episode, before, before you turn off the podcast, being like, I haven't seen it yet. One, the roos, the the official uh, spoiler embargo. Um, as as set by the by Disney and the Russos expires on Monday, Monday. as of this recording, so, so two days from now. So expired last week, mon- this last this last Monday, and so two we will we will talk before we get to the point where we spoil things. We will talk without spoiling things. Yep, that'll be all of like eight seconds. Yeah, it'll be like, <laughs> hey, it was a good movie.
1: Um, but um, standard format, and we are internet legal.
0: Yes, we try to be. <laughs> We give spoiler warnings and all those good things. Um, we have some basic um, news. Uh, in sad news, um, everybody's favorite Wookiee is dead. Not, not, not our Wookiee, yeah, sorry. I say, um, but Peter May- maybe favorite, work on the phrasing. Everybody's <laughs> favorite Wookiee is dead, not just our favorite Wookiee. Um, although Wookiee would probably say that his favorite Wookiee was Peter Mayhew, too. so. Right.
2: Yeah. So so yeah. Peter Mayhew passed away at seventy four. Yep. Which would be the second time I killed him.
1: A giant moon. Is that what
2: you're referring to? Well, and in one of the books I wrote, um, Shane Moore, who was a friend of, P- of Peter Mayhew, Mayhew um, wanted me to write a scene where, because uh, Peter Mayhew actually appears in the uh, in the Apocalypse of Enoch books. And you uh, had to kill him. Oh, he wanted me to. I refused. <laughs> Wait, you mean Shandon or? Yeah, Shane wanted me to have this epic going out, you know, scene for Peter down in Texas, and I was like, Shane, I can't get to that part. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, I got to talk to him a little bit uh, on the internet
1: for for writing that, and he was just. An awesome guy. Yeah, it's, it's too bad I didn't get a chance to, to see him. He's apparently, oh, yeah. uh, he was very beloved in the con circuit. A lot of people... He was going to be at
0: Vision I Con three years ago, but uh, yeah. he had to cancel for this pesky little thing called Episode 7.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, as <it's> disappointing <just laughs> as it was, it's like, what are you going to be mad at, you know... Peter doing more Chewbacca stuff. Like, that's the reason you're excited to see him in the first place, at least, you know, the primary yeah. reason. Yeah. But, yeah, he, uh, you know, he has, seems to have a good reputation of being a uh, down-to-earth guy, despite being seven foot three inches tall. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, Harrison Ford said, said some remarks, you know, some really nice remarks, and uh, it sucks. Um, it's, you know, at least I, I do... Um, find some solace in the fact that he got to see see through the whole saga. He he stopped being able to actually do the physicality of actually playing Chewbacca after episode 7, but he was the Wookiee consultant. He was the Chewbacca guru well, he uh, did, for in, episode 8 and 9. In 7, I know he did all
2: of the sitting scenes because his knees were so bad. Well, yeah, it's almost like he
0: was a old 7 foot tall person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. knees start to go. <laughs> yeah, when you're that tall, it's uh, yeah. it's you, you know, there's some health problems associated with that, but Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, it just
2: I mean, we're we're now with Star Wars we're starting to be in the same position we were with with Star Trek. We're starting to lose the actors.
1: Right. <clears throat> I saw a um, I saw someone post an image on Facebook and it was like all these Star Wars action figures, and the ones that were played by people that have died are on one side, and like Chewbacca's walking towards it, and they're the the action figures of people that are still alive. They're like kind of like reaching out for them, and I was like, oh man, that's right in the fields. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, you had like R two D two and Princess Leia on one side, and Chewbacca's walking towards them and stuff, and like, ah. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. of the
0: feels. Indeed. Yeah. Um. So,
2: less bummer news. What do we got going on here?
1: In less bummer news, Brandy Pitchford's still a joke. I mean, I guess it depends on your perspective is whether that's a bummer or not. Well, I mean, yeah, he runs Gearbox, but he doesn't actually, like, do anything important in
0: it other than run it. Yeah. Make him look bad? He's a figurehead.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, basically it's just what we're referring to here is there's a recent, um, I think it was a Game Informer interview... And uh, he was saying there will be no microtransactions in Borderlands Three, and it turns out there will be. There'd just be cosmetic ones, which is all well and good. But Except no, there's,
0: not, there's even going to be non cosmetic ones too. But according to what? The ninety dollar pre sale uh, thing has experience and loot drop boosts that are good for the first uh, oh, first okay. I think thirty levels.
1: So even that's bullshit. Yes. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. There are, in fact, just straight up microtransactions. That's why he had
1: to walk his statement back four times. He is bullshitception. Yeah. He just bullshit within bullshit within
0: bullshit. He just does not think before he speaks.
1: Is the problem? Trying to pass it off as oh, I was talking about loot boxes. There won't be loot. I'm like, yeah, it's a very different thing than microtransactions. There won't be loot boxes until there are loot boxes.
0: Well, no, there probably won't be loot boxes because that chip has kind of sailed pretty hard with the whole like. Laws in Belgium.
1: Well, and the thing uh, is, so <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I don't give I don't give a lot of these people any credit when I don't think it's due. There's a lot of people now that are trying to preen and virtue signal like, hey guys, there won't be loot boxes in our game. Well, yeah, now that it's unpopular, now that there's a massive backlash, you're just reacting to market forces. You're not know, yeah. some kind of altruist. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. But hey, yeah, man. Randy Pitchford is still a joke. What else do we have? Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 will be coming out on Switch June 28th, Which so is that's happy news. So. That's
0: probably when I buy a Switch.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Smash Brothers is out, so it's only a matter of time before I get a Switch. I'm holding out for the new model, you know, whenever they do the revamp. The slightly probably. cheaper model? Um, what do you mean? You mean just like... There's going to be a new, cheaper slightly cheaper model, yeah. Well, I, th- I heard that the SKU is going to be different itself.
0: I hadn't heard that, but Okay.
1: I mean, I don't know if there's going to be much difference. I'm not talking, like, a difference between, like, say, a PS4 and a PS4 Pro, but there's, like, actually, like, a big performance difference. I just mean,
0: like... All I heard was that the new models they were planning on coming out were going to have, like, a $50 lower MSRP.
1: Uh, well... Maybe I'm crazy, though. Well, I mean, I'm thinking there's going to be two different versions of it. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, a lot of it's just speculation at this point.
0: In any case, uh, that's a thing.
1: Yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah,
0: Mario Maker is definitely one of those things that will make me want a Switch even more than I already do.
1: And um, Game Boy, the original Game Boy, the giant brick Game Boy. Uh, I still have one somewhere
0: in my parents' house.
1: Yeah, I still. Same thing for me. I, I've got my and old Game Boy stashed away. Oh, yeah, it oh, does yeah.
0: work. I actually, like, I found it three visits to my parents' house a while back. It still had my copy of Pokemon Blue in it, and
1: I turned it on and I played the game. What's I think my my favorite Game Boy story here is very much in the Indiana Jones. It belongs in a museum. Thing there's the a one Game that Boy exploded in a museum. <laughs> yeah, a guy brought it with him to Operation Desert Storm mm-hmm. in ninety one, and it got exploded. There was a bomb that dropped on it, and everything. And it's all charred and everything, but it still functions. It still works. They have got it as we speak. I'm not sure what museum it is. I'd have to look it up, but it's in a museum plugged in, running Tetris right now, like wow. right this moment, to
0: this day. They did actually change the screen out, but the reason... Yeah. They, but
1: they, they didn't do that
0: because um, they did not change the screen out because the screen stopped working from um, from the bomb. They changed the screen out because those screens use electronic ink, which, when explo- exposed to fluorescent lights, degrades over time. Okay,
1: so they had to do that as a preemptive measure to make it last for the display, right? Yes. <sighs> right, so let the record state there was nothing wrong with the screen. The screen
0: <laughs> still worked, it was just yep. one of those things where if we wanted to be able to display and have people be able to see that it's actually running, right. we've got to... And, and actually changing the screens is... a Replacing screens for those things is, is actually a small uh, industry. Um, it, down. it is apparently at the Rockefeller Center.
1: Ah, so there you go. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I find that amusing because I have some nostalgia there, some sentimentality. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sentimentality. Yeah. Right. Okay. You got it. Well done. So I, I remember back back in my day. And no, this isn't Ben. This is my talking. (laughs) Um, We had to... uh, Obligatory... uh, (laughs) We had to take a physical link cable from one Game Boy to another so we could play head-to-head Tetris and other games. Because Wi-Fi didn't exist. Wi-Fi was not... Internet was barely a thing. Internet was still in its infancy. It was like 1990. Uh, Yep. Yeah.
0: I remember my, my dad was super excited. We got the internet in 1994, I want to say. We have the internet. So it was like this the is this it, it's this really cool thing that that you know, like you dial up and then you can talk to people in China. Yeah, we didn't do that too much.
2: <laughs> well, see, I remember the internet in 91 back in my day. Um, where it was only between universities. Yeah, and we would do MUDs you know, text-only role-playing. So. Yeah. MUD stands for Multi-User Dungeon, by the way. Yes, for the
1: uninitiated.
2: So what else have we got in game
1: uh, Well, uh, kind of, you know, on point we'll get into later, but um, in-game has been very financially successful, to say the least. Mm-hmm. $350 million opening weekend in the U.S., um, including the Wednesday and Thursday showings they had in China and the early Thursday shows Elsewhere and then the weekend because I have to do the air quotes weekend thing because it's really like five days. The opening, run stretch. Yeah. I don't know whatever.
0: It, you it's call the it. It, it's from it's from open to the following Monday if I recall. Yeah, from
1: opening to that Monday.
0: Yeah.
1: One point two billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. Just let that sink in for a moment. One point two billion dollars. That was twice the previous record, which was set by the previous movie, Infinity War.
0: Um. Insane. There were a few fights that broke out in the news from people spo- spoiling it in the theater. Oh, that's not cool. And, yeah, that's the sort of thing where... That's a big move, man. That's the sort that's of a thing, move. like... So, now, the, the following day, I, I posted to a couple discords some fake spoilers. <laughs> such as, it was, in fact, Mr. Rogers who killed Thanos. Mm. Um, it was Voldemort the whole
1: time. <laughs> he was the, the real brains behind Thanos' scheme. It would, it would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those kids and the going Avengers. Mr. Um, Jenkins? So,
2: it's kind of funny. We look at it now and we look back at Wrath of Khan. People were literally coming out of the movie theaters crying. Because of the... Because of the... Spoiler! Death of Spock. Yeah. Um, wow. And... They didn't get that, you know, massive negative reaction because they spoiled it because they were being emotional and stuff like that. We Spock's didn't, dead! Yeah. Actually, a lot of people were like, you just gotta go see it, you gotta go see it because, you know, they wanted to share. They didn't want to, they didn't want people to go in. It's like Spock would want you to be
1: stoic. That's what he would want. <laughs>
2: right. But, you know, we're humans, not locals, so... Half so do we have uh, more? Because I have two local pieces. Of- uh, I don't have uh, much news. Other knows. than
1: that, um, oh, just one other thing: um, Epic Games acquired Psyonix, which is the developer behind Rocket League. That's so interesting. We will see what Epic is starting to turn into EA. Yeah.
0: I had an, I, I read it. I watched an interesting uh, think piece where people were like, "Yeah, um, you're 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 irritated with Epic doing this thing and trying to compete hard with uh, with Steam." You know how Steam could clap back real hard? It could learn to count to three. <laughs> yeah. The, like, if, if Valve were to announce the release of Half-Life 3 tomorrow, Epic would die. Like, mm. it would very likely just kill the Epic Gamescore. Because it would definitely be a Steam exclusive. Because Valve actually owns that IP, so it's only going to go in one spot.
1: Right. Right. I mean I think that would be a big shot in the arm, but I don't think it would kill them.
0: Right.
2: So local geek news.
0: Yes. Um VisionCon is right now, if this week is this
2: right now. Jewel State, Kaylee from uh, from um, from Firefly, mm-hmm. is that Vision Con. So are we. And so are we. Neil and Ben at least. Neil and Ben. I'll be there selling books. I'll be there selling his books.
1: <laughs> and we
2: have a booth babe. Look for Beth- beck of the booth babe. Um, Deliteration. Yep. And I'll be in Steampunk Garb. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) So, also, um, I don't know if you saw this, Mike. Um, uh, Gaming Arts and Media Expo, GAME.
0: GAME has
2: Uh, Satine Satine Phoenix Phoenix. has been booked. I did hear.
0: And I'm actually now thinking of going to GAME again this year.
2: Yep. Now I'm thinking I need to get a table at GAME. So, You'll be up against your uh, your your rival there. That's okay. We've done it before. <laughs> we won't go
0: into, into more details there for for political for politics' sake, but um, well, just for being decent human beings. I mean, yes. Um, In any case, um, what else we have?
1: Any other news? Pretty much
0: all I got. But
1: yeah, um, All right. Well. I say we just go right into spoiler week and get into the yes. meat of it, because we have so much to discuss. And
0: only so long to, to discuss it. The spoiler of the week is that Tony Stark is Iron Man.
2: Tony Stark is Iron
0: Man. Is Iron Man, is Iron Man yes. Um, okay, so... Damn, that was a good movie.
2: <laughs> I have never... Cried and cheered internally so many times during a movie. Yeah. <laughs> As, like, in all honesty,
0: I feel like it's kind of a shame that they're making more Marvel movies. Because this would be yeah. the perfect way to end the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah. I mean, Instead, it will now I that feeling
0: continue.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Overall, I'm, I'm glad there'll be more stuff that'll be cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next Spider-Man movie, next Black Panther movie. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. The will Guardians movie. Be, yeah, they will all be cool. But I had that same thought. I'm like, you know what? This would be... If it ended here, I'd be okay with that. Yes. I guess it's such an amazing way to tie everything up and just it, it <clears throat> would, do justice to so many great It characters. would be a completely
0: fitting end to the franchise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's a but, license to print money, so... Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> it's not uh, ending anytime soon. This is the other thing about, about
2: Marvel and the comics. Life always goes on. Life always finds a way.
1: Oh, wait, that's Jurassic that's Park. Park. <laughs> but but always... hey, Jeff Goldblum was you know he was in Thor Ragnarok, so there's a loose connection there. Right, right. Um, which yeah,
2: great great role for him.
1: Oh yeah, um, it was amazing. Chewed up the scenery.
2: Oh yeah, but he, he just life continues, and I think that is one of the things that I always took back. That I took out of that is that yeah we've we've gotten to this point. We've completed the great work, but you know what? Life still continues, mm-hmm. and there's always more stories to tell. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And but it
1: was it was the story of the Avengers. Yes, and it's a great way to close out the the Avengers. And this is Avengers. not a spoiler because this is referencing events from Infinity War, not in game. So if you haven't seen that, spoilers. But. Um, the, you know, the original core Avengers all survived. Mm. All were not snapped. And right. that's not a coincidence. Like They wanted to make sure that they had the core group do the mm. full thing, have, you know, however their stories the ended fallout. up, yeah. have them all go through it all together again. Yep. Kind of bring it full circle.
2: Yeah. And I don't think it's spoilers that at the beginning we see the impact of the snap.
1: Yeah, the fallout. The mm-hmm. snapshot.
2: Yeah.
1: Um... And that's... A lot of things with this movie, like... I'm like, okay, I see where they're going with this, but I don't care because it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because... Sometimes, I mean, sometimes, sometimes we've got But yeah. a lot of it was kind of predictable in the sense of, like, these are the... At least anyone who's familiar with, like, movie structure and stuff, you know, it's like, okay, well, I kind of see, you know, A and B and C is likely to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, regardless, like, a lot of the times, you know, things are predictable because they are the optimal choice. Like... It's not a bad thing to be like, oh, man, this clever writing and pacing and direct whatever this is, like, oh, it's so predictable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's predictable because that's what you would want to see. That's what would you would want to do if you were involved. Like, that's not inherently a bad thing. Yeah. And I still think there are a few surprises in there. Um, there was
0: one thing that very much surprised me at the very beginning of the movie, but... That would be a massive yeah. spoiler.
1: Yeah, we'll get so into... uh, we will get to that. I think I know <laughs> yeah. what you're referring to. We will get to that in part two. Yeah. but or yeah, Shall I mean, we say our review endgame? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's
2: really hard to talk about endgame without getting into spoilers.
1: Yeah. There are some broad things that I, I think I can spend a few minutes on. Like, First of all, um, much like Civil War and Infinity War before it, I think it does a very good job of balancing an astoundingly large amount of characters and letting everyone have their moment and have Mm -hmm. their moment to shine. And obviously, even with a movie that's nearly three hours, you only have so much time Mm -hmm. to do everything that you need to do to tell the story from beginning, middle, and end. Um, So there are a few characters that don't get as much time or moments or whatever, but I feel like they did a pretty good job of balancing it out. And the fact that they had the first movie to kind of even it out so, you know, you may have a few characters that don't have, you know, as much time, but that's because they already had plenty of spotlight from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, another thing I can say that's not spoilers is you didn't see much Doctor Strange, you know, and that's for obvious reasons because, you know, he was, snap, snap. He was dead from a... But he, uh, got a, he was a big mm-hmm. part of the first movie. Yeah. So kind of even that out, That
0: does remind know. me of an interesting little uh, story that I, uh, that I read. Um, Chadwick Boseman was being interviewed... For some entertainment magazine, and the interview tried to press him for spoil for for uh, and he and he looked at her and like, dude, I'm dead. What do you want from me?
2: I mean, my character's yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, that accent's actually a put on. He's yeah, but yeah,
2: I just but. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Probably another one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> like, what, what do you want from me? I'm dead. I've
0: <laughs> yeah, it is funny. How am I supposed to know what happens in this movie? Right. They try to set those traps and get somebody to slip up.
3: Yeah.
0: There was another very funny thing. Um, the Onion tweeted um, Tom, Tom Holland... Accidentally reveals, uh, accidentally posts entire entirety of Avengers Infinity War (laughs) uh, Avengers Endgame to to Instagram and Tom Holland responded to it saying I was really worried for a second because I thought how the hell did I pull that off? (laughs) (laughs) Because Tom Holland like He's very bad at spoiling movies. Like, right, well, no, yeah. he's very good at spoiling movies. Is yeah, the problem? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's very bad at keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah. to, to the point of, um, apparently, he
1: was given dummy scripts.
3: And
0: like,
1: like five different endings. Yeah. Or something like that, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. There's, uh, you know, him and RDJ, a few of the other actors. Like they, you know, they kind of tease him about it and stuff. Kind of rub each other. Yeah, but I mean. He's
0: also the youngest member of that cast
1: uh, of that company by
0: a pretty wide margin. Well, that,
2: like nine movies. Yeah, <laughs> well, well well
0: like no, I mean like as an actor,
1: mm. Tom Holland is like he's younger than me. Yeah, he's uh he's like twenty twenty three or something. 40. Yeah, he's yeah. he is not I think you, he I wanna say he was like twenty one or so when he filmed um yeah. or maybe twenty when he filmed the first Spider Man movie. Yeah. yeah.
2: Sure. But yeah. Uh, I mean and and there are some things that we do know going on. I mean we know Oh, yeah. And we, see, we get to see, you know, the Avengers dealing with the, with the, with the snap.
1: Um, and some things, too, are just kind of like, you know, uh, process of elimination or deductive. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what characters didn't we see much of? Well, we'll probably see, you know, see them here, assuming they're not, you know, snapped.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of buzz leading up to it that people kind of knew. You know, like, for example, uh, Ant-Man and Hawkeye, they weren't involved in the previous movie. And at all. At, at all, whatsoever. <laughs> Um, and, and we knew that Ant-Man knew that, survived because of the end of Ant-Man of the Wasp. Exactly. And everyone knew that Hawkeye was you know going to be in the movie and stuff. Because he was in the trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really liked... Uh, I think another thing I can say without getting into spoiler territory is Paul Rudd is awesome as, as always and got a lot of great lines. I really enjoyed Ant-Man. And also mm-hmm. it was cool, too, seeing Ant-Man... Um, in a more serious context mm-hmm. because even in his own movies like there's some crazy shit going down like his family's in, in danger and stuff like that but it's like at the end of the day it was all fairly lighthearted. but in this he's dealing with like a post-apocalyptic world like yeah. there's a lot of heavy shit going down and it's kind of cool to see him kind of like get to you know do a little more range in the acting, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like he doesn't lose who he is. He still has a sense of humor. He's still essentially the same person, and that's very needed because in the you know in the aftermath of you know basically half of all life being eradicated, you need that. You need you someone. Need to, who's, yeah. You need some levity and you need, laughter
0: is the best medicine.
1: Yeah, and yeah. It, it's like there's a, a theme with that about you know we're talking about life going on and stuff, and some of the things that you see in this movie again with. you know with avoiding spoilers is you know you see where you know people interact with each other and they pick up the pieces and like um you know it's it's just kind of like the whole philosophy of people still have to just kind of put their head down and live their lives no matter what's happened and in this i
2: think ant-man embodies that innate optimism yeah that you know yeah even eludes captain america for (laughs) a little (laughs) while Yeah,
0: I think we should just go ahead and stop this now and go into spoilers oh, because there I, are things I want to say.
2: You have a thing, Ben. Well, I love. This is not spoilery, particularly. I love how they lampshade movie physics by inserting Marvel physics at one point through at one point in the movie because. Things work differently in the Marvel Universe, and this is something that we see in this movie.
0: Uh, I think we're going to have to get to that in spoilers. Yeah, I don't it's know what you're talking about, and, you, and you're being it's a little too, too oblique.
1: Yeah, it's too vague.
0: <laughs> well, so we'll get to spoilers. Um, pause now for music and then spoilers. All right, we are back. Be warned, going forward, there will be unmarked spoilers for Avengers: Endgame. I repeat, <laughs> there will be spoilers going forward from this point onward for Avengers: Endgame. So you have been fucking warned. Sound the alarm, Star Wars klaxons.
3: So, territory. <laughs> so, so
0: the the twist that caught me off guard happened at the very beginning of the movie, because in the first five minutes of the movie, they killed Thanos. Oh yeah, yeah no, I didn't. And see then that. cut to five years later. Yeah, I
1: didn't see that coming either. It's like, whoa,
0: that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: <laughs> one way to do this. And in, in, in the in way the it happened too, <laughs> yeah. it's like he's in mid sense of just boom, fucking, Thor just fucking, just his head cut right his head off. I'm yeah. like, damn. Well, and the thing is, is that. Even in doing that, they failed. Yes! Well, yeah, it didn't mean anything. I mean, he was just sitting there chilling, like, farming and shit. He wasn't doing anything at that point. He didn't have the the gems anymore, because he had destroyed them. Which, by the way, uh, I like that, uh, well, let's say up to this point, his his character was very consistent. He's like, you know, is he a bad guy? Yeah. Is he terribly misguided? Yeah. But he, he thinks he's doing the right thing yeah. he thinks he's in the right and he is consistent in that and in, in much the the mirror version bizarre version of the heroes doing what they have to do for the greater good he thinks he's doing what he has to do for the greater good like in infinity war where he sacrifices Gamora and reveals that he actually loved her the whole time and in this one yeah he he gave up the stones he let them blow up that he, was his well, last thing
0: well not he not even let them blow he up. commanded them he up. he blew them up yeah that's because that's in his word the temptation to use the stones would be too strong, and my right. work is complete. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thus, however, to me, cementing his own megalomania. How so? Nobody can undo what I just did.
1: I don't think that's megalomania, though. I think that that's was just...
2: that was him wanting that to be completely permanent. Uh, that wasn't how I read. Like
0: I read that into him being like. Um, I don't want to be tempted to try and do something
2: else. Right. Well, there was that. There was an element of that. But, you know, when he reminded them, you can't undo it. I have made sure that you can't undo it.
1: But see, I I disagree because I feel he sees himself as a martyr. I don't think he's megalomaniacal at all. I mean, he was during the process. Like, he got carried away, no doubt, and, like, enjoyed it a little too much sometimes. But, Mm. like, at that point, he was like, my work's done. I'm done. I'm just a dude, like farming on a planet now yeah like yeah. i don't really see that as megalomaniacal i see that as just ensuring that his work isn't undone
2: exactly and that's the thing is he wanted to make but, sure his what he did was never undone
1: i mean that's like you know if you back up your hard drive are you a megalomaniac no you're just being yes, yes i am <laughs> <laughs> like that's the way i look at it you know yeah he was i mean i i would definitely say he was megalomaniacal at many times uh and i'm sure along the way and he would be the first one to admit it, that he lost his way at times where he's just like you know, killing people and blowing shit up uh, a little too capriciously, and some of his followers were, you know, like that prophet dude, right? You know, <laughs> okay. like they were just way too into it. Ebony Maw. Yeah. Ebony Maw. That's his name. His name is Ebony Maw. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm and, just a little. Well, and then, the, there. then there was the the one lady, uh, the one woman. What was hers? Uh,
0: I can't. They're all part of. They're all part. They're they
1: they are all characters. Children like, of Thanos. Yeah. Catch all. Well, no, like. No, I know there are specific people, but people don't really remember or care, to be frank. Something Midnight. I mean,
2: Proxima I, don't, midnight. I don't remember. Proxima Midnight, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember her. So, yeah, that was... And the thing is... is uh, Ebony
0: Ma is the leader of the Black Order. Thanos' is Black Order, which is... Thanos, well, he's not the he's not the leader, but he's the second in command of Thanos, Black Dwarf, Corvus Glaive, Ebony Maw, Proxima, Proxima Midnight and Supergiant. All of whom actually appeared in uh, in the movies. His name was
1: Supergiant. Yes, Big one giant? of them was named Supergiant and wow. she was a chick. I mean, that's the one that knows, but okay. But I am Supergiant.
2: <laughs> but you know, see I, I liked how that I mean that whole thing is you can never undo this Sort of a whole new wave of, of
1: grief in them. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's what put Thor over the edge into you know yeah full full washout mode washed up mode depressed full, mode full uh, full dude mode. Playing yeah. playing Fortnite with Korg <laughs> up in right. <a> New Asgard, <laughs> which yeah. by the way I have to wonder: Did they get paid to promote Fortnite? Because I mean, come on. They had to have been. That that is massively the, any as if that game needs more exposure, right? They either paid that well. I guarantee that Marvel
0: did not pay for the rights to of reproduction, right? Which is a thing that you actually have to do. Yeah. It, when, when there is an when there is an actual branded product, on a screen. Yeah someone paid for it right either the company paid for the right to have it in the movie or either the company either the company making the movie paid for the right to have it in the movie or the company who
1: has the product paid to have it be put in the movie and i i would suspect that uh it was the latter because it didn't really matter what game they were playing you know
0: yeah, like almost,
1: could, that is almost definitely product placement. They, they could do those bits however they wanted to. Basically, it's like, okay, we just need Thor to be playing a somewhat modern video game and then have him trash talk into the mic, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I like that.
0: But yeah, it was almost definitely product placement because there were other games that could be put in there. Yeah. The, the, the perfect example of that is um, in, the Dead, in one of the Deadpool movies, I think it was Deadpool 1, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds wears a Betty White t-shirt. Yeah, you had to pay for they, that He shirt. had to pay for the right
1: to have Betty White right. on that shirt. Yep.
0: And he paid for it
1: himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the commitment. Yeah. <laughs> he truly well, gets the character.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, and I had wonder, you know, it's like, could Deadpool be snapped or would he just regenerate? <laughs> well, I mean, in the comics, Thanos is the one who made Deadpool
0: immortal. So, hard to say. Mm. Yeah. That's a bit so of a, yeah, but a bit this,
1: the, which leads to the whole, you know, five years later, right. you know. Which, by the way, can I just say when, it's not five years later; it's five years, years. later. later. <laughs> right. The dramatic pacing of the words. And,
0: uh, I was I was there on opening night, and there were a number of gasps. <laughs> it's like no, the minute the, the, that that they killed him, I was like, okay, we're doing a time skip. And they said five, and I was like, "Okay." Years later.
1: Yeah. Well. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Come on, guys, let's get the light out here." Five days later. It was. It, was, <laughs> it
0: Yeah. It was gonna be. It was gonna be. It, it was gonna be five weeks or years. It something, yeah. so, well, it's something. So months could be. Yeah. It's
1: like a idiosyncrasy of the Russo brothers is they really love their giant text. I don't know what what was up with that in Civil War, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just like Wakanda. Yeah, this country's oh, name in like giant letters. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Better wait till we get to that part because <laughs> one of my favorite parts was hearing the Wakandan battle cry again. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we can kind of skip around. It's... Yeah,
1: yeah. We don't have to be. I mean, after all, it is a time travel movie, right? Yeah, so. this is true. Well, that, the that's grand. the thing.
0: They time travel, so oh, not, my God. so that that's how they that that's how they can. Uh, so that's how they get to bring back Loki for his TV show, right? Right. Which is going to have Tom Hiddleston acting in it.
1: Because if it doesn't, then why even make the show? Like, right? Exactly. He right. is Loki. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, and and it is like it's
0: yeah. it's. Um, that's a great. It's a great premise. I, he I gets like a, because in because
1: in this time he just he fucking gets away. <laughs> I mean, Loki's gonna Loki. It's a, it's right. a great premise for a show. I'm, I'm actually, there are actually many massive yeah. time
0: holes and and continuity errors that like. So, how exactly, Well, I guess, Well, how exactly did Thanos in the future, well, I, guess, I guess it's Thanos from the past. See, it gets problematic.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know. There's actually
0: a massive, massive t- uh, paradox existing in the thing, but whatever. Who cares?
1: Yeah. It resolves. They basically told you through the screen, yes, we know it's stupid, we don't care, have fun. Because yeah. they're lampshading all the stuff with, like, Back to the Future and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah and yeah it's like at the end yeah. of the day
0: I don't care I love the little cameo- the, the, the cameo from Tilda Swinton that was oh, great yeah. it's like oh, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs>
1: Bruce shows up and it's like and she like wasn't expecting you. <laughs> well, I just love how, you know, Banner's like, oh, well, I'm the Hulk. What are you going to boom? And it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, well, I'm down for the count. Right. <laughs> you, just, you just... And, and they th- th- just have a nice little chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a very Banner thing to do. and that, Which, by the way, I mean, you know, that's the <laughs> broader Hall. point is now we have Professor Hull going on. So it makes sense that basically... His, like, his thing, his mission, his little stop was to basically just have a civilized conversation, one intelligent person to another. Yeah. He go, didn't need to smash anything. Yeah, go, go, go get the time stone, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why me? Uh, and, well, because you can get it eas-
2: most easily and you're less likely to get killed in the... Right. <laughs> right. In the yeah. invasion. Oh, and speaking of, I love Banner trying to be Hulk smash was like so not yeah so not motivated yes. um, but then okay my other favorite one of my other favorite lines of this was at Avengers Tower where we see Captain America get on the elevator oh yeah with every team diet, <laughs> yeah. red meat eating goon that he was going to beat the crap out of the yeah, like, Winter Soldier. Where he's like going, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, I was like, elevator fight, elevator fight, no, hail Hydra. <laughs> and and everyone's like, like What? The <laughs>
1: f- where'd this yeah. come from? Right. And I'm just going, <laughs> oh, man, it's and,
2: so and it's so lampshaded the whole yeah, uh, whole, kind of, yeah, the whole Hydra
1: it, controversy the, thing. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. hilarious. i, I was just <laughs> like, and this Sitwell just goes. Okey doke, <laughs> you know? Well, if Captain America's
2: saying it's
1: <laughs> Which is so funny because it's like, even when Captain America is evil Captain America, his word is sacrosanct. Yeah. You just trust him because he's Captain he's America. Captain America. Doesn't matter if he's Hydra or Captain America. Well, <laughs> Captain says so, so there you go. Here, have it, Captain.
3: Yeah, no, it the whole, That,
1: that ass is America's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, he gets NS in a fight with America's himself. ass is America's He gets in a fight with himself, and it's so funny because it's like, you know, obviously... 2012 cap thinks that new cap is loki in disguise and he's trying to convince him and he realizes he can't and then he he, Man, plays, himself, such a <laughs> he plays himself with his own like emotional baggage he like oh i'm going to just conveniently have the the, the locket well, here he, I, he didn't intend
2: to drop the compass I don't think, well he just yeah. he
1: noticed it and he leaned into it i guess yeah. Yeah. yeah well and then of course then plays against his own emotional baggage buck is alive Oh that was it. That's yeah, yeah. that's what he did. That yeah. was the card he played. And he was like and He's what? like what? <laughs> it's <laughs> like... Yeah. It's so funny because again it's like, you know it's it's cool seeing uh it's cool seeing Cap being crafty instead of so just relying on his yes. his strength, you know?
2: Yeah, and then as
1: he walks by and looks down at himself he goes. That is America's ass. <laughs> that is America's <laughs> yeah, that was one of my that was my one of my favorite Ant Man lines. He's like, as far as I'm concerned, that is. He's like, that's America's ass, and he does a salute while he does it to yeah. just like really sell it. It's great. Yeah, and you know, fl- uh, and Tony Tony flicking Ant Man yeah. and all the all the little team ups in this, all the little buddy ups, the bro de- the bro yeah. times and stuff. Oh yeah, the pairings are so fun in this movie. I, I love the little you know mini teams that they get into. Right. And um, yeah, and,
2: and of, course, of course that
0: that really heartfelt meeting between uh, Ant Man and, and his daughter, who um, is now like fourteen.
2: Yeah, yeah. Who apparently
0: is going to be? Who is apparently going to get an Ant Man suit in Ant Man Three? Oh, that'll be awesome. As uh, I can't remember what I can't remember what what she gets called, um, but that is the current scuttlebutt is that there will be three shrink grow people. <laughs> um.
1: Well, speaking of family stuff, we, we kind of went past, to avoid uh, spoilers, but the the opening, the cold opening with Hawkeye teaching his daughter how mm-hmm. to shoot and stuff, and just mm-hmm. just the whole, I mean, that was basically that moment Jason, basically just a giant neon sign that's like, hey folks, this is what we lost, you know? Yeah. And also setting normal. the stage for him to become, you know, a bit Ronan. of a nihilist, well, you know. Yeah. Right. Because nothing... He becomes Ronan.
2: Yeah. Ronin, that's what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought that's
2: what I said. <laughs> um, I didn't hear you, yeah, but no I wasn't yeah, paying attention funny. either. See, nothing...
0: Stature is what she's going to be, by the um, way. N-
2: okay. No one embodies the just basic all-American middleman like Hawkeye did in, uh, in Age of Ultron. Because you know, he's talking, you know, they go to visit his farm and he's talking to uh, you know, Natasha about I think I'm gonna redo the kitchen or I'm gonna, you know, just these little household projects he's doing for his wife,
0: yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, he
2: is he is um, America's yeah.
0: every man, and in the and and in the thing, and in, in at uh, at uh, Sokovia,
3: mm-hmm.
0: he's talking to Wanda, he's like. No, none of
2: this makes any sense. I'm here yeah. fighting robots with a bow and arrow. a <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of bow and arrow. You know, <laughs> granted, he is one of the world's premier assassins. You know, but, yeah, yeah. it just, yeah. But
0: his sensibilities are, d- and he's like, uh, my family's dead. I'm going to kill every criminal on Earth.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, uh, some, I... I... I watched, you know, a video where people were discussing some of the stuff and they they made a point that I hadn't really thought about in the moment. And that was uh, what they were, you know, positing anyway, part of his motivation aside from just, you know, just going nuts because his entire family just, you know, Mm -hmm. gone, is the fact that just the whole the whole, like, injustice of it all. Where like, yeah. His family were good people. His whole thing was, it isn't fair. there's all these people around the world that weren't snapped, and they're just terrible people that don't deserve to yes. live. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. That, I'm going to yeah. f- say, fuck you, universe. If these people go, then all these shit heels have to go, yes. too. And I'm going to hunt down every last one. His motivation was, this isn't fair. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like some, This is not justice. Let me go ahead and hand out a little bit of that. I mean, yeah, in the process, you know are some lives saved are some places bettered because scumbag Yakuza or whatever yeah. getting killed sure mm-hmm. but that wasn't really the primary motivating factor that was a byproduct of what he wanted to do
2: you right know? Well, and I love that when we see him as Ronan half of the fight we don't even we don't even need to see
1: Yeah. Because, you know, we hear gunfire, screams. Yeah, yeah. Biting come out. Well, it's very much the Hitchcock thing where it's more powerful when you just, like, hear it and, like, imagine it. Yeah. Seeing it all play out. Well, because... He just bites
0: one guy with a sword and beats him.
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to point out, uh, in addition to a decapitation, now we have a throat slitting in a PG-13 Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, they're very careful about how they did the blood and the angles and stuff, but it's, like... And and I think, see, sometimes less is more, and, Mm -hmm. like that was kind of like that was a great moment of kind of like putting the um, the gravitas on just how far he had went and how much he had changed because mm-hmm. before he was just kind of like you know he's like all right you know like I'll do what I got to do but I'm not bloodthirsty or anything and that he just doesn't give a fuck at that point, right now you know? it's like maximum you know, it's like maximum body count and that guy was like in the you know the criminal um, was like you know are you kidding me like you know, <laughs> he's like you're. You're pointing fingers. You're throwing stones. Like when you're just on a murder spree. Like who are you? Well,
0: he was also like, to to psychoanalyze fictional characters, he was looking for a place to die.
1: Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, he had a death wish. He yeah.
0: he, he had become, uh, trope speakingly wise. He had become the quintessential blood knight.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: he wanted. He wanted. To die, but he couldn't kill him. But he, but he didn't have the the right. stones to kill himself.
1: Right, right, right. That would just. And I see what you did there, by the way. <laughs> it wasn't
2: intentional, but yeah. Um, but then, yeah. But you know, so he was looking for,
1: which then comes into play later on. Yeah,
0: he was looking for a place to to die.
1: Well, it's it's fitting that um, Black Widow is the one to. Snap him out of it again. Not trying to be punny, but yeah, to, um, to kind of bring him because back. Because he was the one that brought her over from being, you know, a yeah. uh, KGB spook or whatever she was. <laughs> the yeah. the uh, the timelines don't add up at all with how. Old Killed answer. Start moving along. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they just you know they and that was another one of those pairings. Uh. You know, they have a special relationship. I mean, completely platonic, of course. Yeah. Um. But you know, like. They've been through some shit together. They've seen some shit. They've just. They're partners. You know, yeah, they're just. Yes. They're they like instinctively partners. have that bond.
2: Mm-hmm. Which made their Damn. scene with the Soul Stone. Oh. Where they both tried to commit suicide right. Right. first. So at a, <laughs> I, love
1: the, I love the point
2: where they both realized somehow I think we're talking about different people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've never. Yeah, I've never seen. <laughs> because they were both talking about themselves. I've right. never seen competitive suicide before. Right? That's a new concept. But at well, the, the, that scene was choreographed so well because I legit did not know until the last moment who it was gonna be. It was gonna be right. I was just like, "Oh, it's gonna be them. It's, it's gonna be her. No, it's gonna be him. It's gonna be her. It's gonna be him." Yeah.
0: I, if if it had been me, just like just to troll, just just to troll a small subset, I would have cut it twice, and had one be where be some like if it weren't for the fact that that he needs to be in the rest of the movie,
1: uh-huh.
0: I would have done two cuts one where Natasha dies and one where Clint dies and then release and then release what the, the cut where Clint dies in one very small market <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and have Natasha die in all of the others
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah obviously kind of like kind of like what they did with clue yeah yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> except funny. they could get away with that cuz no one dies in clue
2: right well, but in the thing with the thing with um, well, several people
0: die. Clue. Well, mm-hmm. no one, n- n- none of the none of the principal participants that die, that that
2: mm. take place in the endings yeah. die until the ending's a clue, right? Right. So, but yeah, I mean, and there are a lot of people going, oh, you know, fridging the girl. I'm like, no, no, give Natasha her due. Yeah, she.
1: This was her redemption arc. Yeah, people don't know what that term means if they're using it in this in this case. No, they really aren't. If you're familiar with comics...
2: Well, yeah,
0: Fridging the Girl is when, uh, is when Green... Uh, not Green Arrow. Green um, Lantern. Huh? Yeah, Green Lantern's girlfriend gets killed and put in a refrigerator. Yeah. The, the Fridging the Girl is about the removal of agency from a female character. Right.
2: Exactly. And that's... And a lot of people... There are a lot of people claiming that. I'm going, you know, no.
0: It is yeah. literally the that's, that's exact literally, opposite. It's literally what she wanted. <laughs> she, yeah. is be, she is being her own agent. Exactly. And as, was, as opposed to being a thing that happens to other people. Yeah. She that, is, do like, it is literally the exact opposite of and her And it juvenile. wasn't a
1: surprise. They were they, they foreshadowed that quite a bit. Yeah. Like, they showed her, like, trying, just constantly trying to, like, have some semblance of order. And she was, like, a new, you know, she was a new leader. Uh, Mm -hmm. amongst the people that survived and she was just like you know I'm doing all these things and it just doesn't feel like it's enough
0: and I'm eating a peanut butter sandwich (laughs)
1: yeah yeah
2: and and you know she she was her whole art you know read my ledger yeah
1: yeah that's what it all goes back to and she ultimately you know I you know at least I hope feels that she balanced it out finally
2: I think she more than balanced those books I mean
1: yeah but I I mean, mean that's the thing is that it's you know yeah when someone doesn't have, That's sometimes right. the the person to have the worst perspective is the actual person themselves mm-hmm. when yeah. it comes to certain things. And no matter how many things she did, how many people she saved, how many people she helped, she was never going to really feel like she had balanced that ledger unless she did something. Uh, you know. Yeah. So un- instead, she, she became the Soulstone, and
2: yeah. Well, and and it was yeah. You know, like I said it was just mm. and, and the fact that it was Clint who is again the ultimate middle class you know good guy who brought her full circle yeah out of that she brought him out out of it
1: what i like about um what i like about uh clint not being the one to die there is that he has to do the hard work of living his life and seeing things through he doesn't get out the easy way like he wanted to where he just oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna end it I'm just gonna not he, deal with he this. He
0: needed to lose that so that he could have, so that he could be burdened with with, with being a survivor.
1: Right. Right. And, and, and at that point, I feel like that really seals it because. He cared so much about her that he didn't. He wouldn't cheapen what she did exactly. by doing anything less. Exactly. So in a way, he hates her for it. He's like, "Damn it, like damn it!" Now, now I can't commit suicide by you, yakuza. It's like you knew exactly what you were doing, but at the same time, like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't change the end result. You
2: know. Yeah, but it. Yeah, it just, which, leads to the moment when they. I mean, so much. Yeah, just you can't just go through this movie, and you know, you can't do it in in line because so no. much happens. Because yeah, then it takes, a to pro- it takes a while.
1: It takes a lot the process. Yeah, too. stream of yeah. consciousness is really the only way you can do it, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Because when when they undo finally get the stones, and they put them in the Iron Man style gauntlet. Yep.
1: Which you know. Um, I I had a question about that. Why didn't if they could. Well, I guess that maybe I answered my own question because they just didn't have enough Pim particles to do it. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, why? Why do the Iron Man gauntlet thing? Why not just get the get a gauntlet from you know space Peter Dinklage to just get an actual. Gauntlet? Well, for
0: that matter, just because they they cut off Thanos's arm. Why don't they just go get that on yeah, that gauntlet? Because um,
2: that gauntlet, uh, that because it wasn't was, going to fit. Right. Well, not only that, but also remember Dinklage's hand. He could not forge anything else. His hands were destroyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. The way he forged... The reason he, w- he was able to make Stormbreaker is because he already had
0: a mold. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: It, but, was ju- yeah, it just needed to be forged. Right. Kind of
0: and also because they couldn't afford to buy Peter P- Peter Dinklage for another movie. <laughs> right. uh, he was in the middle board. of making Game of Thrones, man. Or Well, uh, actually, yeah, he probably was because, keep yeah. in yeah.
2: mind, shoot dates. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but then we also get, you know... It, so, after the end of the snap... um and they, you know, and they go out of. What was it uh, uh, fortress mode or
1: uh,
2: what did like, uh, When they basically they when um, Hulk was when because he, yeah when he when he before he snapped
0: before Hulk snapped everything back. Uh-huh. They had thrown all of the defensive. Barriers up. Oh, that. Like. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and I can't remember what he. Like, I
0: can't remember what they called it either. Yeah, I
2: don't know. Friday, throw me and throw us into whatever mode. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Lockdown <laughs> mode again. it something like yeah. that. Yeah. And when they open it, the first thing you hear is that phone ringing, and Hawkeye going over, and picking it up because it's his wife calling.
0: Yeah. And also birds
2: Well, and then and then Ant Man, these guys. I think it worked, and of course, in comes Thanos.
0: And then Thanos pops out through the through the quantum tunnel and is like, Hello! I am here to be your villain even though I'm dead. Yeah. Right?
2: Today the villain will still be played by Thanos. There's a line that he delivers that so fucking foreshadows what happens. What, I am inevitable? No. They never saw it coming. The arrogant never do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, the moment he said that I'm just like, Yeah, I have a feeling this is gonna be applied to you, bro. Yeah, but uh, let's so see how this works really, out for
2: you. Irony yeah. <laughs> applies straight to the forehead. Or right? in your case the chin.
1: <laughs> so. I, I love that chin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh the the big the the big hooray uh moment in the movie it was of course um Cap picking up Mjolnir. Oh,
2: God. Oh god yes. <laughs> That's so great. And you, and you don't see him... actually; You just see Mjolnir lifting off the
1: ground. You're, I'm going, Cap, yeah. Yeah, well, you no, don't the technically bit, see him lift it. You see it boomeranging back to him after he had yeah, already... The hit. minute that
0: Mjolnir was out of Thor's hands and lying head down, handle up, I said, Cap picks up Mjolnir now. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean,
2: he had done it before, and my god. Well, no, God, he, didn't he didn't officially do it before.
0: He no, I mean, stopped yeah. himself from
1: doing it. No, I mean, he'd been in the well, they confirmed yeah. the fan theory. of. Yes. Because, and Thor, I knew finished. it! Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, yeah. Um, that was very much like the Thor Ragnarok <laughs> Yes! moment yes. for <laughs> Thor in this one, you know? He yeah. just so, that pure joy in his face. He's like, I knew it! <laughs> right? Well, and, yeah, and, and, and he I'm... gets to lay it down on Whooping oh, on th- on Thanos like, for straight a, good out long of a That while. was like a crazy. That was like a combo out of Tekken or Killer Instinct. He was just like knocking his shit left and right, just uppercuts and yeah. all sorts of shit. Man, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And he channels lightning, which yeah, I mean yeah, why not? Well, because he
2: wields the power of Thor.
0: Whosoever wh- holds this hammer, if he be worthy, may them, may yeah. wield the power of Thor.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It
0: doesn't matter that yes, Thor. Technically, all of Thor's power was inside him the whole time. Time. Right. Yeah. If you have Mjolnir, you also get that power. Congratulations.
2: Well, I'm <laughs> about the legalese. Right. Well, and I love the, the moment, where, love the moment where they where the axe and the hammer yeah. come back to each of them, and Thor's like, No, no. You, you, you get know. the you get the little one. I <laughs> get, the <big> one. <laughs> yeah, get the little one. Yeah, really, yeah. Because they like, were sh- both just holding
0: out their hands for the returning it's weapon,
2: them, And know. just went to the wrong. <laughs> right.
0: Like. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And, and, no, no, this one's mine. You, you can have this one for now, <laughs> right? I also like the little touch when Thor armored up and stopped being fat Thor. Um, yeah. he didn't
1: I mean, well, he, he stopped didn't really though. Yeah, well, he But he was warrior Thor. He was he warrior Thor again. Dude. Even um, emotionally, he stopped being a fat Thor, but yeah. he was still fat Thor. Well, yeah, but he started but he
0: he he stopped letting that slow him down. Yeah. Um, his beard got braided.
1: <laughs> it was a little it was a little touch that I really loved. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like suddenly his beard had a braid down it. we're <laughs> going to talk about hair makeup type stuff um, mm-hmm. Hawkeye's hair was always perfect <laughs> did anyone else notice this? no, no there was there was there there were a few points when it wasn't perfect whenever he was wet in the rain and when he had the okay stuff. well it was I mean it was when generally was on, on his, point yeah his hair like, with his new no hairdo hair it just yeah, yeah other than that his hair was always perfect there's a lot of new hairdos yeah Captain Marvel got a new hairdo mm-hmm. yeah which, Rocky by the way... How um, well, often are you going to cut your hair? <laughs> Captain Marvel is basically just like a blunt instrument in this. Like, yeah,
0: I like how they didn't overuse how ridiculously more powerful than everyone else she well, was. Well, they kind of had to. They yeah, themselves yeah. into... And instead, she head just
2: head. showed up and destroyed the Dark Aster. Oh, and I love and I love how we... how Saved how, Iron Man to begin with. Yeah, yeah saved Iron Man. Uh, and then, of course, she, you know, she's checking out the rest of the galaxy because there's a lot of planets out there that don't have the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm but, a little busy here, guys. Yeah, well, And I love her arrival. You know, the, the Astros, like, you know, blow it, trying to blow it, The you know, raining fire on the battlefield, and then suddenly every gun starts pointing up. And I was like, who the fuck has a shit?" And I was like, oh, Captain
1: Marvel. Oh, by the way, <laughs> um, even... <laughs> You know, just her initial saving Tony appearance, I want to point out before that, let's not bury the lead, we got to see Tony and Nebula play paper football, and that was amazing. That was (laughs) amazing. That's just one of those little moments where, like, uh, it's such a, you know, it's such a, like, humanization, which is funny because she's almost all mechanical parts, but... Uh, you know, getting to see the characters grow and change and stuff. Like Nebula actually got probably the, arguably the best arc in this. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, she, she really got to do a lot of interesting stuff. And then, of course, you know, literally and figuratively combat herself. You know, and and kill her old self. Right. You know? Yeah. Talk about giant neon sign metaphor, metaphor, metaphor. Well, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, not not even
0: metaphor. Also, neon sign paradox, paradox, paradox. Well, paradox yes. Too. Yeah. Yes.
1: Remember alternate timeline. And that's what I
2: was talking about. Is like Marvel physics goes. No, we don't. Right. The, the old rules of time, you know, time travel do not exist. It really is like Back to the Future, guys. Yeah, no,
0: it is, actually it isn't like Back to the Future because if, if we're like Back to the Future, she then somebody like... would disappear. Yeah, she would have right. disappeared. Yeah, um, I like the callback to On Your Left.
1: Yeah. yeah on your, nice, left?
2: Yeah, yeah. Nice on
1: your left.
2: Yeah. On your left, and a sling portal, and then a fuck ton of spring sling, sling portals. portals. Sure, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I, I love that was like, what I'm about to do to your planet. I'm going to. <laughs> it's like it's like oh this time no. <laughs>
1: well, so Doctor Strange, Dr. Strange like, apparently has an army of sorcerers. Uh, well, I mean that was always a thing. <laughs> yeah. There's I mean they've been cre- they've been pumping out you know
2: pumping out sorcerers forever, but. They brought in the Wakandans. Yep. They brought in the Asgardians.
1: Everybody. Yeah. They brought in fucking everybody. Oh, I do want to know where Valkyrie got the Pegasus. I, yes, I have been wondering this. Lacey and I were like, "Where the hell does she get a Pegasus?" Yeah, I. I it, just, it just materialized. I am curious about this question. We've established look. Asgard went boom. We've established that she didn't have a Pegasus when she flew. When when mm. they fled, uh, they showed them being decimated by Thanos. There were no creatures there. When did this Pegasus just materialize out of the ether? Well, okay, we got a five-year <laughs> time jump. One, but two. Uh, I, but there wasn't a pe- There weren't
0: any Pegasi in New in New Asgard. We yeah. didn't see Pegasi so in
2: Asgard. But Pegasus does not necessarily have to have come from Asgard or uh, Midgard. There are still seven of the nine realms. Yeah, I suppose That's that she could have
0: just gone to one of the other nine realms. It's one of the
2: Alfheims,
1: you know, or you know.
2: Um, one of the various Himes. yeah, one that of the would
1: have wouldn't wouldn't that have that mm-hmm. would have to have occurred before Heimdall got killed by Thanos though cause wasn't he the only one that could like do the Rainbow bridgey thing? Um, not necessarily if you had mm-hmm. enough dark matter or you know if you've got a sling ring oh, you got a sling ring yeah, where
0: you'd just be like, before we go, I need a Pegasus. okay, where <laughs> are they right.
2: that that starts
1: I in don't awesome. know, man. but anyways, just one of those I'm, things,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, where did they get the goats in the, in the in the Hobbit movie?
1: I mean, I almost don't care, because it's like, it was awesome, but...
0: Yeah. Still, uh, the, the question remains... Yeah, it, it, still, <laughs> it
1: still stuck out.
0: Where did yeah. that Pegasus come from? Exactly. Um, instant kill mode?
1: Yeah. Oh, that was the best card. Activate instant kill mode. Activate instant kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, why would I ever use this? <laughs> this is why you would use this. <laughs> this is why you would use yeah, when, this. When you have an own. evil army descending upon the world. Right, and then when he gets the
2: assist from Valkyrie, Captain Marvel... Every every woman in the in the in the group. Yep, it know.
0: was like, oh hey, the girls'
2: group gets to do a thing now. Yeah, including
0: Pepper as rescue. That was great. That, that was, was awesome, cool. and
1: I love that. I, at You're, first, my brain exploded. I'm like, who is this person? I didn't even. I didn't. Well, she, did she couple, do that in Iron Man Three? She did that in Iron. Yeah, she, she did that.
0: She, she uh, he put a suit on her in Iron Man Three, uh, and, then, and then he very foreshadowed momentary. it early
2: on when yeah. when Maggie. Because it's been so long since I've seen it.
0: I believe it was Maggie.
2: Uh, was playing with the helmet. And yeah, no, that, it, that, that's for Mommy's birthday. That's for, mommy, right. that's for Mommy's birthday. Right. Because right. he, <laughs> he had made that for her. She had Margo, been, Morgan. Right.
1: Uh But, yeah. And it was... By the way, we have, a, we have an answer to the age-old question of what will it take for Tony Stark to stop being a dick, having a kid? Having a kid. That's what it took. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what it
2: took.
1: Yeah, I love you 3,000. Morgan.
2: Morgan.
1: Morgan Stark. Okay,
2: Morgan.
0: Which is a good name. I like yeah, Morgan. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, <laughs> I want to see her arc now. You know? Well, I mean, that's, uh, they could do that. Um, yeah, they're setting up a lot of pieces. I noticed, I noticed something really interesting. Uh, once Hulk's healing factor kicks in, he could get over the whole yeah. massive like burns and stuff. Yeah. And theoretically, Mark Ruffalo could keep doing Hulk movies for a Hulk movies and or cameos forever because the only thing that he actually has to be able to provide is mm-hmm. face mocap and a voice. Right. Good point. Yeah. So he could theoretically just keep doing it
1: like he could become the new Stan Lee cameo except it's the Hulk. Right. And it makes sense because with Professor Hulk he can often be like, well, let me just... Uh, contribute my scientific expertise here, be the guy in the chair or whatever, you Because know? yeah. it's like, yeah. he doesn't need to really smash yeah, things. Yeah, someone
0: can come to, to come to Professor Hulk for advice. He yeah. can smash um, if he needs he, to. I mean, I don't know if, well, if they'll do that, but that is it one thing... Open, yeah. yeah, but, like, Cap and, uh, Cap and Tony are
2: dead. Mm, well, no, Cap, Cap, Cap's, Cap's almost cool. dead. Cap's,
0: effectively yeah. dead.
2: Yeah. He's... but and, and, Okay, which leads me mm-hmm. to... Favorite scene, you know, is... I am inevitable. <laughs> Snap. Nothing. I. I am Iron Man. Yeah, I am just like cuz that's the that's the line that that kicked everything off that's the that it you know.
1: There's also kind of a uh, there's also kind of an interesting like um, kind of uh, emotional contrast there with with uh, maturity with how the line is given because when he does it initially, it's just kind of a no fucks given rash yeah. decision in a way. He's just yeah. like, you know what, I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And that wasn't some lofty thing. It was just him somewhat being frustrated, somewhat being egotistical. It was all these things yeah. that were character flaws. He was stepping in and taking. But over in this and... in this time, it was more like, no, I, you know, I'll I'll do whatever I have to do because I am Iron Man. Yeah. It's not it's not about me. Ironically, even though the line is I'm Iron Man,
2: you know. Yeah. You know. So, well, and it was and it, and. And I loved, I mean, you know, you've got got Spider-Man, you know, but then when you you get Pepper, basically say, we're going to be okay. You can rest now.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that was Iron Man's whole thing, is that he was so constantly worried about everyone, trying to save everyone all the time, which ironically led to a lot of bullshit, like Ultron, Mm -hmm. where, you know, he made the problems worse but yeah, yeah it's like ultimately he did actually get to set out to do what he always wanted to do protect everyone he laid right. down his life so that he could you know unfuck yeah. the universe but yeah it, it and was... of
0: course he worked out quantum, quantum time travel
1: in like five minutes <laughs> yeah. a lot of people bitched him on I'm like man I don't care like well, at this point he are was you really five minutes it was like you, you could tell he had been doing it for days Well, yeah, it, it was, was like... at the
0: very least night time so he had the, he, at, at the absolute bare minimum because they came at lunchtime, right? He it, it, and it was and, and, and it was obviously uh, either late spring or early fall. It's hard to say exactly where. Mm-hmm. He had, at bare minimum, he had had at least seven hours to work on it. I didn't even get that it was the same day. Well, it probably wasn't. Yeah. But even if you want to bitch about him being, right. you know, oh, uh, took him... Took yeah. him five. No, it, at the
1: very minimum, it took him seven hours. People conflate people can <laughs> screen time and actual time <laughs> in universe. Right, and
2: because remember, this is also the same guy who became a a an expert on uh, was it gamma ray uh, physics overnight in Avengers. When did you become an, an expert yeah. in qu- quant- in quantum quant- ra- quantum quantum it- astrophysics? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. made, that's nice. made, Did
1: nobody else read me, the whole movie. Read, read, they established work. this over several movies, so I find it funny that people only now react to things like this, like, "Oh, that's not that doesn't seem real," and it's it's like, first of all, realistic. Really, it's a movie predicated on time travel.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah, and space travel, and
1: you know, and people with powers. The, I wasn't yeah. really expecting the quantum realm thing. I thought it was going to be related to the time stone or something. Right, but I, it was interesting that... That's why that shocked me so much when it's like, nope, the stones are gone. I'm like, wait, what? How are they going to do this now? <laughs> well, and they said Ant-Man has an
0: important part to play in the movie. Right, because he yeah, was in the quantum because realm. Because he was in the quantum realm where yeah. time doesn't work
2: right. So there you right. go. your know, time doesn't work as we expect it to. It works just fine for the
1: quantum realm. Yeah. And, but yeah... It was just... Well, that's the other thing that's funny about it, too, is that, like, (laughs) Ant-Man... There's a constant running gag where it's like, nobody knows who he is, he's not a very famous hero, and, like, everyone's kind of busting his chops, and they're like, oh, look at this nerd who's, like, fangirling over Cap all the time and stuff, and, like, a lot of the other heroes, uh, you know, they don't dislike him, but they don't take him seriously. And he's the guy. If it weren't for him, none of this would have been possible.
0: Yeah. He's the big hero here. Well, actually, no. The big hero in this entire thing is a rat.
1: Well, technically, yes. Rat, r- 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 no? A literal rat. Yeah, that, that went across the controls to that, bring that him back. Oh, to, yeah, yeah, it was just, t- just a twist of fate that yeah. he got yeah. back because yeah. no one yeah. was there to bring she him back.
0: He got damn lucky getting kicked out of the Quantum Realm because a do. rat chewed on a cord. Yeah, the MVP. Yeah, walked
2: across, yeah. One could say
1: that rat defeated Thanos.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, did the snap.
2: Yeah. And all all this time it was a scrum. But, no, I mean, and... It, yeah, I just, oh, so much, so much to unpack with
1: that. I, um, I, you know, I was talking about duos before and people splitting up and doing their things. Mm-hmm. I loved the duo of, uh, Nebula and War Machine. I just thought that was super fun. And, like, when they go back to, uh, 2014 with the opening to Guardians, and you see Peter Quill dancing around and then they they like pan away and you can hear him like singing horribly off key like hey and
3: (laughs) that scene
1: without music is goofy as fuck which is so great they lampshade that and it that's and Interesting. And I hate to I hate
0: to be the person that brings it up, but that's actually a recent been a kind of recent YouTube phenomenon.
1: Yeah, the whole videos without music
0: thing. Mu- is music videos without music? Yeah, it, and yeah. they actually and there actually was a Guardians of the Galaxy oh, intro there. one, oh, okay. which I'm sure at least paid, played a part in yeah. that particular cutaway gag. Right, yeah. he's an
2: yeah. idiot. And I love you. know, It was like they just you know, tase him and down he goes.
1: I <laughs> did. Oh, did they tase him? I thought they just punched him. Or knocked him out somehow. Yeah, I thought something. War Machine just punched him in the face with a like a gauntleted hand. I thought that's how I that. I can't went remember down. how it, it was happened. quick. Oh, right. I'm going to see it again anyway. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm plan. I've got this. Uh, I've got a free
0: uh, ticket for Alamo that I have to wait another week and a half before I can go see uh, uh, Endgame with it because you can't watch a release of right. the first like three weeks. Um, but.
1: Oh man, I just, I love the delivery of those lines though. It's just like, right. you see, like, you know, Nebula is all like strictly business, and you have uh, Rodi's just kind of like staring in awe at how ridiculous this is, and he just kind of turns over to her and he's like, So he's an idiot? And she's like, Yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, isn't it obvious? Like, why are you even asking? Right.
2: For this? <laughs> well, then, of course, it's like, uh, you know, they're standing looking at the stone, is like, Okay, you know, you just reach in there and take it?
1: Yes. yes, yeah, the whole Indiana he's, Jones like, right. scenes yeah, like, where he's like, watch, uh, "Is there gonna be traps or?" Yeah, you're watching. Jones, There's always traps. Well, by the way, did anyone else feel like that dude was gonna show up? Uh, yeah, from exactly. who is like who who doesn't know who Star Lord is? You know, I totally thought they were gonna do a gag where that guy. Yeah. Sheila,
0: what are you doing here? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: like, but then, then, Gina, Who? Bam. Yeah. You know, I I was, I was a little disappointed they didn't do that. To be honest with you, I thought it would have been funny. Yeah.
0: But,
2: you know,
1: they have no, only...
0: Yeah, so Thanos theory. just abducts Nebula. Uh, abducts Nebula. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Well, yeah, because yeah, her memory... Yeah. Hacking was... through time and space. Space because hacking. Because she activated her own network
2: somehow. Well, even she probably didn't even know what... Yeah. Yeah, all, all, it was all. quantum entanglement. Yeah. yeah, Obviously. it's quantum entanglement. Right? Sure. How do you, Go undo, that. How do you undo that? Not? But... But I love the I love the whole thing where Nebula was the decent person all along.
1: Yeah. Well you know. retroactively.
2: Well no, I'm, I'm sorry Um Gamora? Gamora was a decent person all along. You know. Eventually yeah. we become sisters. Oh, okay, that works. Yeah, and then she's basically okay, here we go. Like,
1: well, I try to kill you a few times and then we get over it and we're sisters and stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Nebula and um uh,
2: And Gamora is like, yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) And of course, she's back to life, but she
0: doesn't know. But she, but she doesn't know Quill anymore, which will be like Guardians of the Galaxy Three, right? And
1: promptly, promptly probably needs shots. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and apparently, we'll have, which we'll might have Thor in it because he left with the Guardians. Right. Yeah, I
1: mean, he was getting. They said he was. He said he was getting a ride. Right. And so it's like he could either just kind of show up or he could actually be part of the Guardians. It's it's all up in the air, but... Yeah. Um, I'm totally on board for that because I love the chemistry they had in Infinity War. that Chris has not officially gone on
0: record as saying that he won't be renewing his contract. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, Chris
0: uh, Evans? Yeah. Cap...
1: Yeah. There's a lot of Chris. Has in.
0: stated he is done. Right. Right. Um,
2: So speaking of that, when he hands the shield over to uh, uh, to uh,
0: Disney's doing, going to be doing a series with uh, with Bucky and Falcon.
2: So did anybody notice the shield was different? Uh, The design of the shield had slightly different bits and pieces to it. I did not compared to what though the original shield. It wasn't smooth like the original S.H.I.E.L.D. The front, you could see little little things on it. I, it's, I don't know. I it was details.
0: Also I didn't notice that. So I just remembered it being painted with the, with the standard Captain America painting. Yeah, out. I don't know. Yeah, there I'll was look little,
1: for it when I see it again, but yeah. I, I didn't notice anything.
2: Because it feels like it belongs to somebody else. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you yeah, gotta no, remember, you got to wonder. There are there are, Disney has series in the works like television series. Yeah. One of which is going to be Bucky and Falcon, with their with their principal actors uh, playing their roles. Another is going to be Loki, Agent of Shield. That'll be
1: hilarious. <laughs> I didn't realize it. was... I'm not sure
0: if it's going to actually be Loki, Agent of Shield, but I'm pretty sure those are going to be the storylines that it's going to be taking okay. with
1: Tom Hiddleston as well, Loki. I know, yeah, I know Loki's yeah. going to get. And his then own they've got series. a block Widow one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think just going to be interesting because she's dead. I thought there was a Scarlet Witch thing going on.
0: Yeah, a lot. A lot of those people know. are getting spin-off we'll TV series now. We shall see. So that people will want to get the Disney streaming. Well, shows. Obviously. Yeah.
2: Oh God, Scarlet Witch. One of the other great lines. I don't know who you are. You will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was and fun. And receives to... the butts. He just basically bug stomp him. Yeah. yeah, it was fun to get to A
0: see A lot. Her. The, the, the problem ass. was that like Thanos just keeps not quite dying and then getting back up and being like, okay, I'm done not not quite dying now. Yeah. And like, he beats Steve after Steve gets hammer and like and he breaks the shield in half he cuts
1: it now well, this is one thing that i found kind of arbitrary and annoying about that i mean don't get me wrong as a whole it was amazing it was a great fight and all that but it just seems so arbitrary of like who is who's who's like x amount of powerful like power levels and stuff because it's like here's thanos he's got no stones none and he's going up against like like cap wielding Mjolnir and Thor and like Captain Marvel and all these people. And I'm like, no, at that point, I think he got the gauntlet when he's fighting her. But up until that point, like he was fighting some of the most powerful people simultaneously. He had no stones and he just keeps getting up and keeps kicking ass and I'm like, he feels like he's almost as powerful as he was when he had, like, most of the stones in Infinity War. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have any frame of reference for how powerful he's supposed to be. It yeah. all just felt so arbitrary. It's like, he he's was as powerful as the plot needed to be. He was as be. strong
2: as the plot needed him to be, exactly. Yeah. Although, there was a great moment in the fight with Captain Marvel where, you know, she, is, oh, yeah. you know, where he takes the power stone.
1: Oh, yeah, he totally tricks her I mean he just he just plays her he's just like alright well I'll just do this bam <laughs> yeah and he punches her with that you know and I'm like okay and I, I feel like that's fitting too because like the whole movie up to that point Captain Marvel just strutting around like her shit doesn't stink she's like I'm so powerful you guys I'm so great I'm better than everyone yeah oh I'll just let's go kill Thanos she's just strutting around constantly and then Thanos just outsmarts her and is like bam right
2: of course <laughs> like, I, yeah. I like, I like the part where he basically you know thinks he's gonna headbutt her he's like boom it's like <laughs> you know, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is he out outsmarted her. He he sucker punched her. Yeah, but she was still up and running. You know, to come back. Again, and I like a plot. Yeah, but I, I like the idea. Her, yeah. I like the uh, I like the the um symmetry of her. With also, do we notice Thanos's gauntlet was left-handed.
1: The Avengers' gauntlet was right. Hmm. Yeah. So Th- you're hearing it from here first, folks. Thanos is a lefty.
2: Well,
0: it, well I it, always thought he was more sinister than
2: everyone else. Well, that's the point. I think it, it was the it was to show which side. You know, basically, this is this is the good comment.
1: Um Like the whole like old western, the good guys in a white hat, the bad guys in a black hat, kind of thing. Like, right. The symbolism. Well,
2: you've got and then you've got <laughs> the symbolism of Captain Marvel holding his hand back,
1: just like Captain America did. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't notice that symmetry. Yep. Good point. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff like that visually that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. was either a direct callback or is at least somewhat emblematic of how right. things have occurred up to that point. Yeah. Um, I got to, I, I, liked, uh, I liked Spidey's involvement. I think he got to do some cool stuff. Like we said, he did the activate instant kill mode, and he just, you know, again, just like in Infinity War, a lot of his thing is just saving people and just keeping people from, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he is in turn getting saved because he only has so much so many tricks up his sleeve at the end of the day. He's a three-level
0: hero. I, I thinking back, he was swinging around that battlefield. I want to know what he was sticking his webs to. Well, obviously the
1: ship overhead. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to see it again. Yeah, sometimes they play fast and loose with the whole. Yeah. Being...
0: I, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that they just was like, okay, right. rule of cool says he has got something right. to stick
1: his
2: webs to. Which yeah. again, it's
1: very much you know mm-hmm. like how effective is Spidey's web slinging? Exactly how much the plot needs it to be like. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, and then because um, I love the look on Thanos' face when another army shows up. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: like. Well, that moment right there is one of the most iconic moments of the entire MCU to me is when Cap's going at it with him and then he, you know, Thanos gets the upper hand and half of the shield that he just got, by the way, is broken. And he's like, and it's, I love that they take their time with that scene. Like, it takes a while for him to get up. And it's very much like what you've always seen him do, even before he became Captain America. Yeah, like, I when that guy's beating the crap day. out of him in an alley and, he, and he's this tiny little scrawny dude and he just gets up and he's like, I can do this all day. And, uh, you know, he's grunting and blood, and he's, it's so painful. And he just gets up, and he looks around, there's nobody there. It's him with a broke-ass shield against fucking Thanos and his army that just arrived. Cat and he just raises his shield anyway and is about yeah. to fight. Yeah, so like, thats down. That's essentially, you know, that is the essence of Cap, is even if it seems all hope is lost and you're probably going to die, you're just going to do it anyway because that's what you do. Yeah. You, and you we just got, do the right thing. We
0: also got the first official and probably last official Avengers Assemble. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: yes, that was... Although so the timing is a little
0: off because they had already assembled at that point. They were there! <laughs> <laughs> eh. But you had to say it at some point.
2: Yeah, and it had to come from Cap. It had to come from Cap. Right. You know, And it, yeah, that was just... That was beautiful. It's was just like going, Oh my God! Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> amazing. And just people coming, pouring through, you know, and just like, uh, Thanos, you just... Yeah, uh, you just got on the end of the, the wrong end of the fucked up
1: stick. And how you mentioned, you know, the all the Wakandan people there, I thought that was cool as well. That like Thanos showed up on their front door, shitting in their yard, and now they get to return the favor. They just yeah, show up they, out of nowhere and be like, "Fuck you, we're gonna yeah, destroy your you. army." <laughs> yeah, we
2: got the Nami, and yeah, it just oh, uh, there's there something else about that. Oh, okay. Hawkeye is the one who ends up with the gauntlet.
1: You just holding it like. Like a football, <laughs> yeah. It was like a little Giants play, them tossing that thing around everywhere. <laughs> yeah,
2: I oh, know. That was funny. You know, and him uh, running through that through that tunnel and basically, you know, knocking holes in the gas line. You know, the gas main.
1: Yeah, that was. A, I, I enjoyed that scene where it was very claustrophobic, like alien style. Where Hawkeye just like, "Oh shit!" There's like a yeah. limitless amount of these things. It right.
2: was very.
0: It was very. Uh, very much had a uh, had a alien shooting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and but you know Hawkeye. Being Hawkeye, up to the task. And again, it, you know, it kind of marks that shift of okay, now my job is to not die. <laughs>
2: yeah, <my laughs> I got a GTFO. To, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, of course. Then there's also that moment when you know when they blow that when they you know Thanos just blasts Avengers Mansion, and then you go all the way down there, and there's Hulk holding up all of Avengers Mansion, which is I think a it's scene secret score. It is yes. the,
0: the comic the cover to I think Secret Wars number three where the Hulk is holding up a mountain over like all of the Avengers.
2: Yeah. All of the good guys. <laughs> the yeah. Um It was yeah, that was definitely the callback.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's number three, but um, But
2: still it was a Secret Wars, but it was yeah, it's
1: Hulk yeah. holding up a mountain basically. Now, speaking welcome. of Hulk stuff, I love that bit where uh Ant Man has the taco and loses it, and he gives him the replacement taco. Right?
2: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, was just so is, funny to me. And it was like, you know, he's like, <laughs> well, Machine, be careful on your landing. There's an idiot on the patio. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Damn it. Huh? Sea Wars number four. <laughs> <laughs> Off by one. You're close. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it was just, yeah. And, and yeah, I love that Ant Man is still, you know, Ant Man and Hawkeye were always the everyman. Yeah. You know, and, and Rocket. I mean, for all
1: that he's a you know, space raccoon... Well, um, I, lo- I loved how Racket got to step up and be the captain for a while. I thought I, that was
0: cool. I really liked, yeah. um... What was I going to say? Oh, um... A, 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 you throw up on a, my ship. <laughs> the thing I wanted to, uh... To say, just because it occurred to me... Hawkeye, in not just in this movie, but pretty much every movie... Has been sort of the personification of the expression okay, fine.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, dude, that, that kind of exasperated reaction. It's like, totally, right, okay, that, fine. That totally reminds me of, uh, the scene where Cap is fighting two thousand twelve Cap, and that was one of my favorite. I thought it was even better than the America's ass line. Is when old Cap is like, I can do this all day, and he's just like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's just so sick of it. He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really
0: wanted one of the Caps like, to I swear. Know. I really wanted the uh, wanted post snap Cap to swear because he did a few times, and for yeah, and for uh, oh, and for young okay. Cap to say
1: language. language. Um. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, but yeah, they yeah. kind of showed, you know, they showed how he has kind of loosened up over the years, because yep. it's like, he was, then at he one decided, point he was like, language, he's like, that is America's ass. <laughs>
0: and then he decides to, you know, say, you know what, screw the time scream,
2: I'm going to marry Peggy. Yeah, which I think, you know, because Tony got his happy ending, and I was so glad to see Cap got, got his. Yeah. Uh, you know, got a, got a a a life, you know. Yeah,
1: and he, it was... And uh, he
0: got it with... His, with his with with his best girl too
1: mm-hmm. that, that also that uh, that opens up an interesting question of like the whole time paradox stuff like they have Peggy talks about a husband who was in the army and fought in the war and they never actually named the person
3: Mm-mm.
1: yeah you, you know I mean am pretty she, sure that was that was that Steve I'm that pretty sure that's Steve.
0: supposed to have been Steve yeah. yes it's very ambiguous. Steve's just retired right. right he goes back and retires to live with Peggy. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, and uh, because somebody, he can't very well be Captain America
1: while Captain America is frozen on ice. I think somebody did the math, and like with him being frozen on ice, and then the time that had passed since, and then mm-hmm. another five years, he was like, one hundred and four years old before he lost his virginity, something like that. It was like, it was like it was like a, was like a good century. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and
2: see the, the other thing is is that with the super soldier serum, how old you know is he really going to live?
0: How long he well, I mean, leave? he was he was pretty old by the time he got back
2: around. Right, and and if he was in another timeline, how'd he get to that one?
1: You know. Stop worrying <laughs> about it too so much. You're just gonna um, make a brain hurt.
2: To quote, right.
0: to quote, uh, "Mystery Science Theater 2000, It's just a show. Yeah. Just sit back and relax. Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I do see your meaning because they explain it as an alternate timeline. I don't yeah. know. Well, but no, I, the removal of the basically.
0: stone is an alternate timeline. Theoretically, the return of the stone oh, yeah, is supposed to
1: that's right. reconnect the timeline. Yeah, so, so it wasn't a different timeline, regardless of things that may have changed, because he just stayed and didn't do anything else. Right. Yeah,
0: although so I I like, that still leaves, leaves the problem of Loki is alive, but whatever. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're
2: running out of time. Man, this was a good movie, though. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I like that it was it was Bucky who saw it first. Hmm?
1: noticed? Do you mean that noticed him on yeah, the bench or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Because Bucky knew. Oh yeah! No, yeah, he knew what was up. <laughs> yeah, the minute that Steve didn't come back, when Professor Hulk hit the button, Bucky's like, "This." Well, guy. as soon as Steve was the guy that was gonna do it, I'm like, "Well, clearly he's just gonna stay behind." Yeah. Yeah, and Bucky—that's That's why Bucky told him goodbye.
2: Yeah. Before he went, before he got on the on the on the thing.
1: When I have a, they didn't get into the specifics. They had already made all those decisions, but I have a feeling that Bucky, if he didn't actively encourage him, at least helped make sure that he was the guy that did it. Yeah. Like, I think Bucky was in on it to a degree. You know? yeah. Well,
0: it had to be Steve. It absolutely had to be Steve for one reason. He's the only person who could carry Mjolnir? Someone had to return Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. That's right. So it's I guess... Oh, no. no, I guess it could have <laughs> been <laughs> it could Thor. could have been Thor, in theory. Yeah, it could no, have been Thor. But Thor was off-planet. But the Thor the was off-planet, yeah. Right, right. But, uh... Oh okay. Also, I gotta say, um, I did not recognize Tom Holland uh, looking emo in a suit, like, at at Tony's funeral. It's like, who the hell is that? Oh yeah. Oh right. I guess it must be Tom Holland. Yeah. He doesn't look much like himself. <laughs> Aunt
1: May, you know. Um, it was great seeing everybody show up for Stark's yeah. funeral. Was, including the uh, including, including Oh, including in, story, and of course yeah. that bit of uh, the, the original reactor where it says, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a great little that shot awesome. there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, uh,
1: but okay, something I, I noticed
2: because he snapped
0: away thing. their entire army. That was impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was uh when um when Falcon used his wings like a fucking sword and speared super giant. You know, just like, landed on him, her, or her, her, landed on her, stabs with the wings, stands up, and stabs again. I'm not <laughs> sure that was super giant. I don't right. know, but whoever was big, he was like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it was like, fuck, you know, that was just like, that was some next level badass. That yeah. was, that was Well, me. I mean, everybody
0: was like, okay, we haven't exactly been the, I we are, we are not the the non-lethal takedown comic book uh, Marvel characters anyway but man are we gonna up the lethality for this particular fight yeah, Right,
2: because you needed to
0: yeah well, there look. ain't no fighting to subdue here it's let's yeah. yeah.
2: murder <laughs> everyone in <laughs>
1: jail. Yeah. <laughs> they're
2: an invading Olympia. Ant Man being giant man and one shotting one of the uh one of the the oh, yeah. fleet carriers. Yeah, one of those yeah. Leviathan things. Yeah, that was great. I was like,
1: Yeah, he got oh. to get his King Kong on, so that was Yeah.
2: Fun. That was a Hulk punch. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he did he threw the exact same punch that Hulk did. I mean, yeah, just like, yeah, just kind of beat into it. Yeah, it's just this this pull back and launch haymaker. <laughs> yeah, and just like you know, and in his case, you know, back to like oh Cleveland, <laughs> you, you know, and then yeah, I'm just like, and I'm watching that going yes. A lot of moments like that in that fight. I mean, I gotta go see it again. I gotta buy it on DVD. Yeah,
0: I I think that that's going to be when I do my Marvel marathon. Uh huh. So when that comes out on Blu-ray, along with, I'm gonna watch. I'm going to set up I'm gonna to i I'm going to cordon off time and invite friends over to be like, okay. So for the next three days we're gonna watch every
2: single Marvel movie that can only with breaks for meals. Oh, okay, okay. Last thing. Did we all make it through without going to the bathroom?
0: Yep. I went I sat th- I sat through Lord of the Rings, this was nothing. Achievement right? unlocked. Achievement unlocked, right? I mean, yeah.
1: I made very sure to go as close to the beginning of the movie as possible. I went on the way in. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the way to do it. Um, I, I,
0: I, in fact, did the same thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to use the restroom. I'm going to force everything out of every sphincter until, <laughs> do, like, I don't want anything interrupting me. Yep. Right. Oh, uh, I didn't get a drink. I okay. don't, I'm not sure if I got to touch on this earlier. We're just gonna keep going for a little bit, guys. Sorry, this episode might be a little long. What's up?
1: Uh, the um, I this was just brought my attention. A long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The uh, the big fight where everyone showed up with the sling rings and all that. Everyone started showing up. That bit where the Ravagers show up. If you look closely, Howard the Duck is there with a big ass gun. Huh. Howard I the Duck showed up. That. Yeah, because he's so short and there's so many other characters on screen, it's such a short shot you don't notice it if you're not looking for it. He's just he's in there in the middle, like a third of the height of everyone else, this little black bright white duck with a big old space gun. Howard the Duck shows up to throw down.
2: Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay,
1: there's so tons we, of
2: Rays. We skipped a huge, huge part here. Is when Cap and Tony go back to the seven to nineteen seventy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That was a very mm. touching
0: exchange. And Tony got to talk to his dad, right, and deal with all of his emotional abandonment, all of his uh, yeah. ch- childhood abandonment issues. Yeah. You know? Very therapeutic.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was it was like, and then of course, you know. And then of course, Jarvis was played
0: by uh, Bettany. Right, yeah. right. Jarvis, do I know this man? <laughs> have I met this Have I met this man before?
2: I'm not <laughs> sure, sir. You've met a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a well done
1: scene. I like that quite a bit.
2: Yeah. Mm. And and I love, you know, Howard Stark, you know, Tony's just stolen the fucking Cosmic Cube. Howard Stark is like, oh, don't forget your
1: briefcase. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. Well, and that awkward hug at the end was so great. Yeah. He's just like, what's happening? And he's like, thank you for your service. (laughs) 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 To our (laughs) country. Yeah. 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 To our country.
2: (laughs) And then, of course, Steve getting to see Peggy. I think that was where he decided.
0: Yeah, that was where he decided, okay, well, I want to come back and be with Peggy. I can do it now. We
2: have time travel. We have time stones. Yeah. I mean that and that that whole thing, you know, just seeing SHIELD at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, was was weird. And seeing Peggy as director, I loved that. Yeah. You know,
1: Margaret Carter, (laughs) director, Margaret is like Yeah, there's just there's so many things in this movie we can't cover it all, but yeah. Yeah. Suffice it to say it was amazing. I think it lived up to the hype. It's definitely worth seeing. It's worth seeing twice, in my opinion, in the Mm -hmm. theater. And if at all possible, see it at an IMAX. Yes. Holy crap. There's so much spectacle in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So much spectacle. You
2: can't see it on anything less than an IMAX screen. screen. Well, maybe the second time you can, but I know. No. This deserves IMAX all the way through, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, um, we went a little long. Sorry. It was a long movie. It was a good movie. It was a long movie. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter I and the number 77. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week was Darksealand, also by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast and know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, leaving us a comment. If you listen on iTunes, please rate us. Honestly, please, just interact with us. We, we, we love the love. Also, please check out our Twitter and Facebook pages for links to interesting things like our Discord, as well as semi-regular updates. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by making a one-time donation on our website or a reoccurring one at Patreon at patreon.com slash theory. A final thought.